Hello guys and welcome to Anything Goes with Sanaya and Leah. We are on episode 16 and this is kind of a big episode purely based off the fact Leah starts prep soon and I finish prep soon. <laughs> We're having a crossover. <laughs> we are having a crossover but honestly I'm so excited to see you prep. It's going to be really good. I'm excited too you know. I feel like um, I can't believe it's been it's been a year like it's just until yeah I'm I'm excited because I feel like I'm I, you know you just feel ready to prep yeah like, that's, I just feel ready. that's so good because yeah. a lot of my clients go oh I just don't know if you know like some some of my clients not all of my clients some of my clients are like I just don't know if like yeah. diet and I'm like well don't prep don't no prep. unless you're like <laughs> I absolutely feel like I want to do this yeah literally just like you've yeah. got to almost be sick of food so yeah. that you so content for a long time yeah that's what I feel like now though I feel like I'm at the point where I get to, I'm like I really like do not want to eat this meal right now yeah I wish yeah I wish <laughs> sorry probably not the best thing no, no 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 I, I love that stage I love that stage and you know what next time we need to plan it better so we can actually go out for meals together and stuff I know <laughs> yeah because you're literally nearly well you've got a little bit more left but I start well I'm waiting for my feedback from Dan now I sent my check in this morning um so yeah I think we'll be starting tomorrow are you excited to do like cardio and stuff yeah I am which is really weird I'm like oh I can't wait to get up and do my cardio (laughs) you know what like for the first 10 weeks of prep like feeling fitter when you've pushed weight and when you're lethargic it's like, or 10 weeks, maybe like eight weeks, you feel so fit yeah. and so healthy and so great, don't you? And then yeah. it gets hard. I feel like the first probably eight to 10 weeks, let's say eight weeks, I feel like 10 weeks I start feeling a bit ropey. Yeah, yeah. The first eight weeks when you're like kind of steadily losing weight, you like feel quite fit, you know, you're like a bit hungry, but you're not starving. You, your attention span is like, because I find that if you're the same, you know, when you start dieting, you start having less food and you're you do in the morning. I'm like so switched on. It's Whereas so now I'm like, I'm doing work and I'm like, God, I could have a nap now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally like, it's the end of an off season is very similar to an end of a prep. Like yeah. when, if you've pushed food really, really well and you know, you're, you're, you're quite not chubby, but like you've pushed your body fat and you're, you're, you're eating a lot. You're constantly eating, you're training really heavy. You're really, really strong. Like your body is tired from digesting the food from, you know, like you're feeling lethargic, you're heavy, you're lugging around the weight. Um, and it's the same as the prep, like you're lighter, yes, but you're eating less, you're doing more, you're tired, you you, you can nap at any point of the day. It's kind of weird how they both correspond, but in yeah. very different ways. Yeah, but I feel like the first few weeks of prep are really nice because you sort of, you sort of like feel better, but you're not at the point where you're like overly fucked from dieting for ages. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's that's. I love it. I love yeah. that part of prep because you're like, I feel good. Like, yeah, I, I like feeling hungry. I'm, I, I miss it. And then you don't miss yeah. it. And then you're like, give me my food. <laughs> yeah, literally. I am getting out for a meal on a. When am I going? On Saturday because I already had London planned and I was going to start prep on Sunday. Yeah. But when I spoke to Dan last week, he was like, "Oh, we can just start like after your check in on Wednesday if you want, do a few days, and then just have your meal out in London still, or just take the rest of your meals in with you." Which I was going to do anyway, so I was like, "Might as well just do that" because I was going to take the rest of my meals anyway. So yeah, I think we're just gonna 
I'm just going to start tomorrow, so that'll be fun. That's exciting. Well, to be honest, like the first week, like the first few weeks of prep are more so like just take out the crap. Yeah. It's literally like usually in an off season, you have like one off pan meal, you'll have things like squares bars in there, you'll have yeah. like, you know, things like rice cakes or whatever it might be. You just yeah. basically take the crap out, don't you? Yeah, you take off plan meals out. Yeah. I've got like, loads of free calories, probably take the free calories out. Yeah. That in itself is probably going to pull me back like a lot. Four or five thousand calories a week. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's and that's where people don't realise like why pushing food up is so good because you want to start the prep in the sense of like taking the crap out rather than fine, yeah. taking like like the good stuff out. Yeah. Sense? Like, cause yeah. it's, 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 it's like, it's, you start in a good position with a lot of food. You'll end in a good position with a lot of food in a, in a way, like, like what I mean yeah. by that is you can diet on less, more, yeah, yeah. Diet, on more. diet on more food. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm not going to try my food this time, though, because I feel like last time, obviously, Dan just sends my food over WhatsApp and it's like, take this out, whatever, add this. Last time, I used to put it into my fitness pal every time. Don't. I'm not going to do it because last time I got to 1,200 calories and I was like, oh. So I was like, this time I just don't want to know. So I'm just not going to track it because I know I've got it tells me anyway. So I'm just going to eat it, get on with it and not look at the calories. I promise you now best thing I've done this prep I don't if someone says to me how many calories you on I genuinely couldn't tell you even though I could macro calculate in my head because I'm not dumb I choose not to and it's the best thing ever because if I did that with these last couple of days that I've had I would probably gone into a state of sadness and genuine depression in the sense of I would have been so sad of the number yeah I would have gone how am I going to do this? But with me just yeah. going, like, five meals, lots of veg, protein, sound, let's go. Otherwise, it was, like, 900 calories. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the thing. It, like, gets in your head before you've even done it, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'll start cardio, and I'll be like, right, 70 minutes. Okay, that's all the food gone. Is that how much you've been doing? I've been doing, like, Tom's basically put me for 60 minutes. But in my head, I was like, if I can do more... If I feel like I can do more, I'm going to do more. So like every day, so he put me on 60 minutes. I did 40, 40 minutes fasted, 20 minutes, 20 minutes post-workout. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, after post-workout, I'm like, right, how do I feel? And I just do like either like five, 10 minutes. And then I just basically, I just kept bringing it up because I was just like, I just need to get leaner. So obviously I'm, I just felt like I, could do it if I felt yeah. energetic enough I was going to do it so I, I tell Tom I'd say to him right did extra 10 minutes of cardio today and I wouldn't ever go down so if I added five minutes yeah yeah new time or if I'm like right I can add another five minutes so I got up to 75 minutes yeah that's when I went hypo on Sunday yeah <laughs> I knew that 75 minutes was probably a little bit that's a long time though but even though I felt shit like I knew that I'm going to, if I have that slither of energy left to do an extra five minutes, five minutes in the grand scheme of things is fuck yeah. all. And I was like, yeah. if that can strip off something, I'm in for a better run. Like, yeah, I'm happy I did it because for me mentally, if I felt like I could have done more and I didn't, 
yeah I was really upset with myself um but Tom was really really happy and then he said to me right you have to now stick to the times I'm giving you we're trying to reduce fatigue we're now peaking you we're not trying to diet anymore we're trying to keep what you have and fill you up so he was like if I say 30 minutes now it's 30 minutes (laughs) if I say take the weighted vest off take the weighted vest off if I say eat this eat this Uh, to be fair I kept with my diet and stuff but I also, he put me to do 16,000 steps. I did 20K steps a day just because I wanted to. It was one of them, right? I was like, it's all or nothing. I've literally got a few weeks left. I was like, what is an extra 4K steps and an extra 50 minutes of cardio going to do? It's not going to piss away my muscle. Like, I'm already doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already like, I'm already at that point of prep where I might as well, if I can survive it, I'm going to do it. But honestly, mentally, I've felt good. I felt really good because I, I used that second place as my motivation as like, I just need to be better and I'm going to do everything I can to be better. Yeah. Um, and that in return, I think winning actually would have made it a lot harder for me this time round because you don't have anything to kind of like work towards because you yeah. have to like, well, I'm, I've already won. I'm already good. But when you actually get humbled, it's like, okay, I need to be better and I need to do everything that I can do to be better. Yeah. So I have the yeah. chance to kind of go, I've already won though. Like, I'm yeah, right. yeah. Like, I don't need, why am I pushing this hard? Well, yeah. I use this as motivation to kind of go, fuck this, I'm doing this. But my body was like, nah, <laughs> stop, <laughs> please. <laughs> Are you excited? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like first time on two bro stage, yeah. Um, it'll be good to see what it's like it's going to be different I'm I'm more nervous for this show purely based on the fact I'm not going into the known I don't know yeah. how it's, I've never even watched a two bros show well like live like I've seen yeah. it on social media and stuff and like watched videos and YouTube videos and stuff so I know what it's like but I've not watched one in person yeah so I'm a bit more nervous for that because it's a new venue. It's like not with judges I know. There's like no familiar faces. It's in the big leagues now. Um, so like I'm not saying PCA isn't in the big leagues. Yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah. for like what my definition of big league is, yeah. Like I don't mind not being a PCA pro, but I would absolutely love to do well in two bro. So that's why it means like yeah. it's in the big league. Um, and the judges they fly out from like America and Spain so it's like it's just a bit of a bigger event for me even though it's just a regional very excited Um, and it'll be good to see how I line up in my two categories so yeah I'm excited to see how you get on did you see that an 18 year old won the fucking bikini overall at two bros last time last last week i was following it a bit but no i didn't see that i was I 18 do look like... motherfucking years old that's mad it's oh, crazy God. she looked good she looked really good so i'm excited to kind of see what what kind of goes on i feel generally good like i'm hiding my physique at the moment because yeah. i just don't want anyone to insert their like unnecessary comments because yeah. I know I needed to come in leaner and I know that I've done everything that I can to come in leaner but you'll always get people like she should have come in even more leaner or like I yeah, just don't yeah. want that unnecessary comment and because Libby was so fucking lean it made me look so much more softer yeah. but in person promise you I look good <laughs> yeah no I know I know yeah and I think no I think going into the show as well knowing that you've like really gone for it I think that'll even be 
that'll even like that's even a really positive thing isn't it exactly exactly I'm I'm excited <clears throat> I'm excited for this weekend it's a big weekend I'm gonna yeah. be very busy um I've got a cot and I think do you know what the best thing is is like I think this leads on to this well with the topic that we want to talk about is my brother is coming to watch my shows um this the this weekend show uh, yeah. which to me is like just the most wholesome thing ever because he doesn't like he doesn't understand bodybuilding at all like yeah. he he really didn't get it at the beginning and now like he's really interested in it like you know when you get that sense of like wow I'm actually kind of shocked and proud of you sense from that person yeah he's like, I want to come see you like he never none of my family at the beginning of my shows were like really interested but now a lot of my family are like that's nice isn't it yeah and I'm just so excited that a yeah. family member is going to be there because everyone who comes with me on shadows previously is in the is in the industry and yeah. they understand it but it will be nice because he's putting himself out of his comfort zone to support me yeah yeah oh that'll be amazing yeah because I think um that's what we were, we were kind of talking about was like it is hard if you've got people around you who like aren't supportive it can be really tricky whether that be friends or family or even even outside of bodybuilding even if you're just in a fat loss phase and you've got people at work for example a lot of you know what work environments are like, like office offices are the worst yeah. Or even like I've got um, clients that are teachers and things like that. Like they really struggle in like staff room scenarios. But even friends, like people that are supposed to support you and family can sometimes be like really negative and make it a lot harder for you. And also don't realise they're putting a negative. They're not, they don't realise they're being negative towards what they're saying as well, which I, I find that a lot of people don't think before they speak and it's like peer pressure and it's like Mm -hmm. because they're not because we're not normal or because we're you know not giving into our indulges and our wants like it's odd to them because in the nicest way possible they want you to crack because they don't want to seem weak because they're having it yeah I was literally saying this when I um I I did this a similar topic in one of my client lives last week and I was literally saying, normally, if someone is making a negative comment towards something you're doing that is like a healthy behavior or doing something positive for yourself, like say if you're in an office and you're like, actually, no, like I don't want to have the cake. Everyone else is having cake, whatever. Um, and then someone's, like, oh, stop being boring. Have the cake. Like just live. It's only one bit of cake. Normally, it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves. And because they feel then, I don't know, guilty or, you know, something like that, they then want to make you feel bad about it it's just it's not anything you're doing wrong it's just a reflection on how they feel yeah a hundred percent and also like they're trying to um make their actions seem like the right actions by what's the word by quantifying what you're doing so if you're not doing it they're gonna think why am I eating this they're gonna but if you eat it they'll go oh it's fine okay yeah it's just making us feel better a lot of the time so I yeah. think it's just remembering that isn't it and I, I do think for us it is relatively straight I mean obviously there's like friends and family but it is relatively straightforward because like you're in your own environment you're kind of working for yourself you're not around other people loads and loads yeah but so I do think it is a bit easier but I think for people that are like in office jobs or things like that it gets it gets quite tricky doesn't it 100% like what would be your advice for example if you were in um 
you are in the office job, you're in a prep or dieting, it doesn't have to be a prep, and that scenario happened, what would be your advice to help someone kind of say no, but also feel okay about saying no? Like what would like what would you tell someone? Yeah. I think the best thing you can do, obviously you can't do this with everyone, but if you're around the same people a lot, I think the best thing you can do is sit down and have an actual conversation with them and explain. Because if you're just constantly saying, no, I don't want the cake, I'm on a diet, like that is such a passing comment, you know, and it's probably going to go on for months and months and months. Whereas if you're in an environment and you're around the same people every single day throughout the whole prep, it makes sense to just sit down and be like, look, guys, like I'm doing I'm doing a prep or I'm doing a shoot or whatever I'm doing this is what I need to do like show them pictures be like like this is how it needs to be like this is why I'm doing it explain like why it's important to you because I think a lot of the time when people are oh okay yeah I get that like it's making you happy or like it really means a lot to you it just you know what I mean rather than it just being like a passing arm on a diet comment so I think and you can do that with anything it's it's education like A lot of people diet these days and a lot of people don't diet correctly. And a lot of people go, oh, I'm on diet break or, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, it's fine. Got to go Monday, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So people are automatically going to think, oh, she'll, ones are fine. And that's generally what people think. One cake's fine. One cake's fine. And most people who are dieting are saying that and doing yeah. that or have diet breaks on a weekend and then diet again on the weekdays so yeah. a lot of diets aren't taken seriously yes exactly. So when it comes to like dieting it's like for example with me bodybuilding if you're going into bodybuilding not just a diet it's so important to share your love for this hobby and to educate your family now yeah. why want my one piece of advice is to really be open to the questions allow your family to ask questions really like you said sit them down and educate them and don't get frustrated if they say the wrong thing yeah I think that's where also like it's it's really hard to kind of build that relationship upon that thing because a lot of people will come up to me and say oh my 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 dad said I was looking really skinny and obviously to us that's what the fuck like I don't want to look skinny and that's like the words lean I'm looking lean do you know what I mean and then you get offended by it or they say something like something a passing comment which literally they don't know the meaning of that's just generally how they speak and in our kind of language it's it's really offensive um and it's like you almost just have to say you have to tell them I, I'm not skinny like it's it's more so like lean like it's lean tissue like I'm leaner or this this and yeah. that and you do have to allow them to make these mistakes because I feel like a lot of people have bad relationships with their friends and family towards bodybuilding because they are you aren't allowing them to make the mistakes when in reality they just don't know it's yeah, a very just, odd sport you've just yeah. got to allow them and educate them and you know get them to love it at the yeah. first my first season my family supported me yes but were very questionable and very concerned for a my health b why I'd want to do it c why the hell would I want to look like that you're a very nice feminine looking young girl Sanaya why would you want to look like that and then once they finally once I educate them and they finally saw that I did the show and they were like shit she actually got to the finish line 
mm. that's when they start taking more seriously. Exactly. That's when they start taking you more seriously. And they're really invested in it now. My dad's constantly asking. So it's basically like, I think what people need to remember, it's a journey with exception. It's yeah. not, it's not, you can't, you, I think education is really good and it's a must, but you can't expect someone to understand like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think normally as well, what you've got to remember is if it's family, like close family and friends, if they say something negative, it's normally because they're worried about you or it comes from like a place of love. If they say, yeah. oh, oh, you're looking a bit skinny, like, oh, are you, are you all right? Are you sure you should be doing this? It's not a bad thing. It's just because they're probably worried about you because I'm going to be honest, like if you weren't educated in bodybuilding and you saw someone that was two weeks out, like I would probably think shit, like they look really ill. Like, so is, can, is is there anything wrong in their life? Because yeah, so you, you can understand, can't you? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why you're expecting them to put your, you're expecting your family and friends to put them in your shoes. Mm. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? You're know. expecting them to understand. <laughs> you're expecting <laughs> them to understand, but you need to understand what they're thinking. Yeah. Does that, yeah. I think that works. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah no it's com- like yeah it's one of those like you can you just have to allow it like unfortunately we are the weird ones yeah like, if it comes to dieting and stuff like I think it's less extreme so you know like usually it's more like towards a photo shoot which you don't get as lean for and you know yeah. it is it's it's a lot of a health it's a healthier kind of diet in comparison to bodybuilding mm-hmm. and that's I think a little bit more accepting you know you tell them you're doing a photo shoot it means a lot you really yeah. want to take this on your journey but I feel like as soon as you add bodybuilding into it most parents of this day and age like millennials, you know like 35 onwards yeah. they class bodybuilding as males jacked up yeah shit ton of steroids or females that compete are men yeah 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 but they don't realize or they don't have the understanding or education of the evolution of bodybuilding especially within females yes and that you don't look like that all year round but like even um at home for example my brother's boyfriend so his partner he um he 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 understands bodybuilding, but he keeps forgetting that I'm dieting. Yes. So he'll, he'll say like, <laughs> oh, do you want some? Like, like, have some. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm good, thank you. Like, because I've already told yeah. him. It's like, are you sure? Like, it's really good. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really, I'm genuinely, I'm okay. I can't have it anyway, but thank you. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I can't remember. I forgot. And he was like, and then he'll ask, so but why can't you have it? It's, you know, it's only like sunflower seeds, for example. Like, yeah. Really there's like hardly yeah. any calories in that. Like what? This gets like- asked a lot, doesn't it? Like, oh, but it's healthy. Like, like I remember I went out for a meal. I can't remember who it was with. It was like with some family and we were at like a tire place and I was like, just sat there with my diet coke and, she, and the person was like, are oh, you going to have anything? I was like, no, no, I'm on prep. And she was like, yeah, but it's healthy. Yeah. And, and it's like, like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like, it's not quite the same. Like, don't get me wrong, in diet phases, I think that are less extreme to bodybuilding. Yeah. You can do calories, you can take yeah. calories out yeah. from the meal and put the calories in if you go out for food or something. Yeah. Like that. Or if, let's say, for example, I don't know, like you have, I don't know, a cookie, you have to take the calories out. Like, not that you should, but for example, let's say, I don't know, something like that, or you go out for a meal, like you take the calories out that you're going to yeah. have a meal. Manipulate it. Exactly. Um, but when it comes to like a bodybuilding prep, like the macros are so important. Yeah. 
for like the whole process. You yeah. can't switch the macros up really. Um, and they're like, but it's healthy. And it's like, yeah, but it's my mama plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's easy forgettable. Like you got to remember you're living your life. So it's priority for you, yeah. but it's, it's not fucking priority for other people. And generally you just have to be really positive. And let's say for example, actually, here's a question for you. You've tried to do everything. You've been really understanding, educated your family, but there's still that one person yeah. who just is negative Nelly. How do you deal with it? I, th- I think it's really hard with that, right? Because if you've done all you can, you know you've sat down, you've explained it, you've tried to be patient, like what more can you do at the end of the day? So I think at that point, you've just got to accept that, right, this is where they're at right now. It might not be forever. But if it's something that you truly want to do, go and do it. Because I just think you can't let, even if it is family, and that's probably quite a sad thing for you, I just think if you really want to do it, go and do it because you can't let the opinion of one person stop you doing what you want to do. So I do think like if you genuinely want to do it, just you just you've got to do what makes you happy, right? At the end of the day. And that's what I was saying, you know, to my to my clients today when we're having this conversation, like there's always going to be someone with an opinion, whether that be in the office and you can try and sit down and explain it to people. But obviously you can't do that with every single person that you come across because some people like it's just easier sometimes, isn't it? Just say, oh, no, thank you, without, like, going into all the yes. prep explanation. And I think sometimes, like, you just have to accept that some people aren't, like, aren't going to understand or you don't want to explain it to them. And then it's just thinking, well, you know, it's my goal. This is how I need to act to move forward to my goal. And then just make sure, like, your actions are aligned with your yeah. goal. So I think it's just, you just got to stay focused, haven't you, on what you want and stop letting other people's noise get in the way for what you want so fucking true like even though we all want people to accept us for who we are some people unfortunately just can't um and and like you said you do just have to go this is what's making me happy and if you can't accept that I just don't know what kind of involvement you'll have like at the end of the day I'm doing it to myself it doesn't affect you you just have to watch me do it that's yeah. all you've got to do. If you could keep your negative comments to yourself, that would be great. Yes. But I'm doing this and you don't have to accept it, nor do you have to agree with it. But whatever you do, do not have an opinion and say it to my face. That's yeah. what I say personally. Like I'd go, I appreciate you don't accept it. You've told me now. Yeah. Don't tell me again. I'm doing it. You can talk to whoever the fuck you want to about what's going on, but don't talk to me about it and don't try and talk me out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But like also like um, another thing that I was asked about is like, because obviously I'm, we're lucky in the sense that we work in the industry. We have friends in the industry, our family, we're we're seasoned athletes. So our families do understand it now. Um, And we have partners, right, in the industry. So that in ourselves, we are very lucky um, Mm -hmm. because that's really easy when it comes to no explanation and not having to go out food, blah, blah, blah. There are a lot of people actually that I, for some reason, I just always think bodybuilders go with bodybuilders. So when someone's not with a bodybuilder, I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Um, But... Some of the time, most of the time, people aren't with people in a relate like they're in a relationship yeah. with someone who's into fitness but not bodybuilding at all and doesn't understand it, or not into fitness at all. Like, 
I've got two questions or two things, two topics that have come up. One, how do you deal with, how do you still stay, um, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Focused. Not focused. How do you stay involved in the relationship whilst right. in a prep? Okay. Like how do you stay present whilst you're in yeah. a prep with someone who's not into bodybuilding and also prep-friendly date ideas? Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think, again, it's just important to have that conversation. Like, you'll be the same with Reese. Like, when Will and I prep, we don't have to explain because we know that we can't go out for food. We know that we're both going to probably not want to talk to each other some days. Yeah. That's okay. But, like, if you've got someone who isn't doing it, that person's probably going to think that you don't love them anymore because of how yeah. you are. So I think just have a conversation with them at the start and just say, right, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I can't do. I'm probably going to have some days where, you know, I really feel shit and I can't like have a conversation with you I think having that is important having that conversation is important at the start but then also like if like if you look at what you and Reese have done you've been done loads of stuff like you can you can still go out and do things together and I, I think it's actually really important when you're on prep even with family to still show up and put effort in because you can't you don't want to just hibernate the whole prep and never do anything because you'll end up with no relationships at the end of your prep yeah, it really frustrates me when people say, like, I can't, I'm in prep. I'm like, you can. Like, yeah. you you have to almost make more of a conscious effort yeah. because you aren't going to be present in day-to-day life. You're only going to be present in the <clears throat> the things that you've planned. Like, yeah. people, like, that's why I thought it was a really good kind of topic because people were constantly asking me, but how are you and Reese doing this? You're like a, de- a week out. You're like, and it's like, because... A, I think the best way for a relationship is communication. Me and Reese at the start of our first season, we were really shit at communicating with each other. We were newly together. Yeah. We didn't understand how each other were. We weren't communicating properly. And that was our major issue. So if I was annoying Reese, Reese wouldn't communicate with that with me. So I'd continue to annoy him in a specific way because he didn't communicate that with me or I didn't communicate to him fully how I was feeling, vice versa. I think in a relationship or any relationship, in the morning when you wake up next to them or you text them or whatever, you tell them how you're feeling. Through midday, you tell them how you're feeling. In the evening, you tell them how you're feeling because they're going to guess that you're feeling okay. Yeah, you've got to say to them, I'm really tired today. I'm so sorry. I just don't. You have to every day communicate because yeah, it's good. You have to be able to do that, but also you can't use prep as the excuse as to why you're a twat. You can't yeah. use prep as an excuse as to why you're not doing certain things. So, for example, me and Reese have literally gone away. We have literally watched football matches. We go to the cinema. Like yeah. you have to make that conscious effort to still hold that relationship. And it's funny, really, because when people say like, yeah, but what date ideas do you have when you're on prep? And I'm like, everything apart from going for a meal. Yeah. The only thing that gets taken out. You can still get dressed up and go out for drinks and just have like. Pepsi Max. You can literally still go out for really nice drinks. Yeah. Walk, cinema, bowling. Like there's like. You can even skydive together. Like you there's so much you can do. Going away for a weekend in an Airbnb. What else is there? I I did that with my friends actually when I was on prep um, for the British. We went away for a weekend to Chester and went to the zoo. They went out for food. I went with them and I just ate before I went out and then had a Diet Coke. And same with them. Like we all sat and had breakfast together in the morning. I just did my own meal prep. Yeah. It's literally like there's 
the only thing you can't do is drink alcohol and not go for food. Like, yeah. I think it's so important to, if you can't hold out your end on other aspects of the relationship, such as sexual intercourse, such as um, affection, such as communication, like in terms yeah. of like being able to talk to them and like being energetic, you have to put effort into actually spending quality time with yeah. them. And if that's one time a week where it's just you and him and that's your quality time, that will be most likely enough for that. Yeah. No, but that also limits the time. So you're not spreading it out each day. Does yeah, that yeah, yeah. 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 Cause like when I'm on prep, like I can't, when I get further into prep, I can't deal with any affection. Like it just makes me feel funny for some reason. Reese is like that. I'm not, I am. Um, I'm so my love language is giving gifts and affection yeah I will give so I'm like a giver I'm a lover like in my love of my I don't know what one it is but I'm like I give 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 so like for me I'll always hug I'll always kiss I want to be around that person because that's what I feel like they want and I'll also buy them things and I'll do this for them and I'll cook their meals for example so I constantly do stuff for them so Reese is like you he is please give me my space yeah. but for me I used to struggle with that because I used to think oh my god like you don't like my love yeah and you don't like my love like you're not appreciating what I do as my interpretation of love so yeah. that's why we've had to kind of like he's had to accept the fact that he has to allow me to give him a oh, sort of affection yeah. that's literally when we go to bed we have a cuddle that's all I get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's enough because yeah. I leave him alone for the day. He can be productive. And then in bed, we're trying to sleep anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I have come to the like conclusion, I need to just let him. Yeah. He, he still loves me. And he tells me he loves me more than he used to because he knows I still need that kind of. Yeah. I need, I don't know why, but I need to, I almost like need to just know that like he needs yeah. to say it without me asking or me saying it first otherwise I do in my head I'm like oh like he's in a bit of a bad mood like even though I know it's prep I'm like yeah I annoyed him like yeah I know what you mean viral so when he says that I'm like hey cool I can give him space again yeah does that make sense so it's like it's it's, it's if you if you're newly in a relationship you're gonna find it really hard because you're still learning yeah. each other but if you are someone who's been with them two maybe three years and you do have that understanding of each other it will be a little bit easier yeah it's just it's just explaining isn't it and I think it is obviously a lot easier if the other person has been through a prep because they understand what you feel like they're like yeah you feel like shit I know what that feels like yeah whereas so I, you I, do what you need to do it must be hard if you're with someone that hasn't prepped because then they're not it's not relatable at all unless you've been through it in terms of how it feels so yeah I think it's just important isn't it to still do things I'm, I'm gonna really try and do that this year like try and go out and do stuff and you know still kind of do fun things yeah I think it's really good so for example I'm seeing Reese today obviously we're both four days four or five days out we're going to the cinema to watch Fast and Furious nice and- tomorrow we're doing something because the weather has been so lovely I said to him um we were like right we need to get steps I was like let's go on a really lovely walk let's take our meal prep I'll bring a blanket and we'll go for like our version of a picnic yeah that's cute and just stuff like that like 
it doesn't have to be anything special they can bring their own food you bring your and it's I was said to him well what we'll sit have a picnic we'll watch Dragon's Den and that's uh, that's probably I would rather do that than go on the CN Tower for a meal for a day yeah I'd rather genuinely do a picnic on a nice summer day yeah with Reese than spend 300 quid on dinner yeah I know what you mean it's it's based I think the main take home from today's podcast is communication is the is your best friend but also allowing also understanding that not everyone's going to accept what yeah and that's okay. okay just remember like I think I get this with clients as well that aren't necessarily on prep or in you know diets or fat loss phases and they feel like they're peer pressured into doing things mm-hmm. into like having a drink with their friends or like getting a takeaway with their friends when everyone else is someone and it's like your, so goal your own goal yeah your goals so are no goals. bad no one's got the same goals as you so their actions aren't going to be the same as yours and if you want a different outcome you've got to make sure you're acting in alignment with those goals yes so, like yes. you know don't you don't need to cave and do what everyone else is doing like do what you want to do and what matters to you yeah and also Absolutely. remember that everything that you're restricting is easily accessible later. Mm. So for example, that cake that they might've had, there's cake in the shop two minutes down the road from me. Yeah. That takeaway, that Chinese takeaway that you so badly want, why can't you just wait another four or five weeks and you can have that and really enjoy it and really understand that you deserve that because you actually fucking worked hard for it. But if you eat it before, when you're meant to, you're just going to have to work 10 times harder to get to that point. You might as yeah. well make your life easier. Do the diet for the eight or however yeah. many weeks you're doing it. Then that means, so a lot of people come up to me and say, start with my coach. We're only meant to do like an eight week diet phase, but it's changed to 15. And I'm like, how adherent were you? And they were like, oh, like, you know, I had a few bad days, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like you elongated that at your own diet yeah. phase because yeah. you weren't sticking to plan. And that's why they've done that because, you know, you've not gotten to the point that they need you yeah. at because you've eaten loads of food or you've not stuck yeah. to plan or you're lying to him saying yeah. you've stuck to plan, but you haven't. So it's like to make it as less painful as you possibly can. Yeah. Stick to your diet. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that's that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. You know, we've we've covered quite a few topics, you know, family and friends, how to deal with it in workspace relationships and stuff like that hopefully you guys have taken something from it and really kind of enjoyed it and kind of given you an insight that you know like you have to put the effort into it like you have to put the effort in to get people to understand and yeah definitely it's just how it is but anyway guys next time you see us I would have competed and Leah will be in prep so exciting stuff anyway guys how many followers are we on on Instagram 100 and 109 no more than that are we fuck off 112 <gasps> guys killing it so if you aren't already please follow us on our instagram which is anything goes poddy um but yeah guys thank you so much for listening and we'll see you for the next thank one. you bye